Olá. Como estás? Tudo bem? How's it going, everyone? Just, just be a while, give everyone a little bit of a chance to jump in on the live, because I know sometimes it takes a little bit of a while for everyone to jump in on the live. Um, but I was just laughing there because um, as I was setting up the live uh, just two seconds ago, <laughs> Laura was um, looking at the community strikes that have been put on the channel. Yeah, because uh, I'm in content creator mode now, so I'm like looking and I've just seen it as like community guideline strikes. So I thought we're kind of on the origin page, but... Yeah. Yeah. So Laura was You've getting a, Laura was getting a bit frightened about all the communities, all the different strikes that were on the page. It's interesting because like um, you don't uh, you don't realize how much um, how much goes on behind the scenes in terms of getting strikes and stuff. I'm surprised that the channel's even still going. To be honest, I think every day is just a bonus. You know, it's like that famous expression. You know, like when you say like every day I wake up, wake up, I'm alive. It's very similar to the to the YouTube channel. It's like every day is just a bonus. You know, if it's still here, it's a bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, and I think that's just kind of like I think we're getting used to that now you know it's like the nature of the internet you know it's like it's kind of like I remember like every single video that I used to get t- took down I remember can you remember I used to do this I used to like have a like do it a sing and a dance every single time one got took down and I think that's what we've got to kind of do you know you've got to kind of um, we all know that like there's a there's a huge energy towards like taking censoring content and kind of like censoring you know truth um also trying to pull down people who are doing good things in life. Um, and I think it's very important, what I've found through my journey, is that you have to kind of combat that energy, that darkness, with even more positivity, you know, with even more love, you know. And that's why I, in the past I used to always, every time a, a piece of content got tucked down or I got a community strike or um, or a threat or something, that my me me channel would be taken down. You've just got to keep singing and dancing, you know, and... Um, and uh, I think that's really that's a really important thing, you know, because I think that 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 energy, which is a darkness, you know, it kind of wants you to kind of drop back into that state of fear, you know. It wants you to drop back into that state of kind of um, of of anxiety and of of your um, nervous system being on fight or flight, you know. But you have to kind of like build stronger systems, you know. You have to build stronger put stronger means in place so that that can can't happen to you you know and i think it's interesting because over the last few years what we've noticed even in our own personal lives as we've been kind of propelled as as we've kind of like had them pressures because we've all had pressures from all angles we have if we didn't see it over the last few years and we've had a choice how how we responded to that you know how we move forward in our lives and i think what i've noticed over the last few years is the people who've kind of like who who are having a good time now are the ones who've kind of use that darkness to their own benefit you know they've kind of used it in a way to kind of transcend that darkness and put all that energy into something positive that overcomes that and i think that's really i think that's really vital anyway so um before we dive in with this one um me and laura of um and how, how's it going dan how's it going bob how's it going everyone and um i think one of the uh crucial things that um that uh we've what we've been doing today is well, me and laura still got some pain on us I think you've got pain oh. on you still. Yeah, I'm covered in yeah. pain still. We've been um we've been in the middle of building our like kind of little log cabin outhouse kind of thing, which has a shower and a toilet in and stuff. So we're really excited about. You can see it behind. Yeah, you can just see it behind. We're really excited about sharing that on the YouTube channel. But we've been um just working on that this morning. And it's uh starting to really kind of uh, take shape, isn't it? Yeah, it looks awesome. You know, when you do a job and you're really satisfied by it, and you just keep looking at it. That's how I feel with it. It's like my baby. <laughs> I, yeah. keep, I keep staring at it. I'm just like, oh. I'm proud of that. It's like what um, it's like the man on the tools. When the man on the tools, he looks, he does his uh, he does his work, and uh, he takes he takes five steps back, like the granddad in the garden. He takes five steps back, and then you'll start uh, analyzing the garden and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a um, 
there's like an off-grid meme you've seen the off-grid meme where the guy's like every two minutes he's just like plants a plants a seed and then he steps back and looks at how looks at the seed and looks where he's placed the seed <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like that sometimes you know you've, you've got to be you've got to have them moments where you've got to be proud of your work you know like no matter what it is if it's creative work or something you've got to be proud of it you know that's that's what i feel anyway definitely i think the the one of the best processes about creating something is just like taking a step back from it and being like wow i did that yeah definitely it's very satisfying um, so what what did you want to speak about to start this off because we've got a lot of different areas we want to talk about we want to talk about um, some experiences that we've been having with kind of like the, the dynamic of the energy vampires um, like victim consciousness um, spiritual contact everything you know like let's see where this one goes anyway uh, I think I wanted to start talking off like talking about projection and the kind of realization I've had recently is where I can literally start to tap into the thought stream and tap into the feeling of when somebody's projecting stuff at me. Cause um, like me and you were like building, this is during the outhouse building that like when I say it off grid life is very exposing. It is It's like everything comes to the surface. I think that's the same with every, every, every endeavor in your life is always bringing fresh stuff to the surface to be healed. And so we were doing this, um, the outhouse build and I was getting this, I just, I could feel this feeling that I'd felt before. Um, and I could, my thoughts were getting very angry and I was getting very angry at myself and stuff. And I had like, I took a step back and I was just like, I set it down. I was like, are you like, what What are you thinking right now? I was just like, because I, I could feel this, I could feel a thought stream. And it, I, it's hard to explain, but yeah, I could just feel like something was being projected at me. But the only, the only reason it can get in there is because I have a wound within myself. So I, like I took a step back and I was like, "What are you thinking right now?" And you were like, "You were honest and be like, like I'm projecting a lot of anger at you at the moment." And then that made me realize, like, okay, I can discern like when somebody is projecting stuff at you, but it can only get in there because it's it's linked to a wound in me. And that made me feel into a lot of grief where I've, like that needed to be felt into around the emotional wound that was, you know, that the projection was operating through. Because I felt that a few times at the retreat as well. That was the first time I really, I could really tell that I could feel projections at us. I could feel like certain members or a certain member of the group like projecting quite a lot at me. And that kind of, this experience with Dan really solidified the fact that I can discern when that ha- when that's happening. Yeah, definitely. And that's what, um, that's like one of the big, one of the biggest things that I've learned is like, is kind of like how these forms of, um, forms of connection forms of um it's like an energetic transfer it's yeah. like your auric fields are it's like something's going on between the two auric fields it's like projection and a wound they're both that they're both interlocking like that and it's like that's yeah. how it works it's like our energy bodies are like i think i think it's 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 not it's not only just to do with the wound i think as well you can you can feel these streams uh, regardless whether you have a wound around it um, and that's 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 my hundred percent sure standing on it. I mean, that's what I've felt. Like, I I know that I've like I've felt that that level. Like, I think I've I've got to the stage where like, and it's hard to really understand this for people who kind of maybe someone who's not walking this path right now, like fully like in understanding how how emotions are kind of the 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 emotions are the the energy source of the of this entire realm. You know, whatever we're in, and we're all kind of like 
we're all in our soup our our kind of as we walk through reality now in our lives now right now we're all kind of immersed in this soup of emotions and energy transfer that's going on all around us you know we all have our own auras we all have our own kind of electromagnetic fields that are all emitting from our hearts and as you as you enter into spaces you know we're constantly being interacted with this sea of energy which is fundamentally comes from our emotions it comes from your soul and um what i what i've experienced on many occasions i've i've as i've been developing this more and more and i've been developing my own self as I walk into situations, if I walk into a room or if I around a group of people, I'm starting to like be able to read the emotional plane a lot more better. Like I'm be able to feel people's energies, positive and negative, you know. And that's why I, that's why I said to you, there, Laura, that I don't feel like it's just about projection. Like that instance that we had was 100% projection because I owned up to it and I said it was projection and I was working on some stuff and. Um, and I think that was really, really like um, important for me to say that because it kind of made you like it. It um, by me kind of like being truthful in that moment, it allowed you to discern, like you just be able to discern very quickly, you know. Because in that moment, I could have like, because this goes on in all our lives, you know. Like we could like be in a situation where this is happening and you're feeling it, and you bring this energy to someone, and they go, "I'm not thinking that," but you, but you know they are. So that's why I thought it was really important. It was important for me to move beyond the wounds and go to Laura. Yeah, you're discerning it. This is what you're doing. You know, you're feeling it. And that's what she was doing. You know, she was like tapping into that pure gift that we all have. You know, we have all have that. Because this is like the level of discernment that we can all get to in our souls, you know, where we can get this point of consciousness where you can literally walk into a room and scan it and you can feel everything, you know, and under underneath the like underneath the physical parameters, you know, and we're all doing it at all, at all times. And it gets stronger and stronger and stronger as you as you like develop you develop yourself. Definitely, I think it was just a good a good lesson for me, especially because I know you spoke about that quite a lot, like being able to tap into certain people's thought streams and stuff. And it was just an example for me where I, like I I could feel that for the first time, where I could like start to discern what that actually is. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's what it, and for me, like what what I've had to like, you know, because at times it can that. Eh, it it's um it can be very painful you know like i've had ex- experiences where you when you tap into it you can like collectively tap into like like for example one of the one of the biggest ones that i've started to learn is like through psychedelics this is why psychedelics should be really walked with caution because you can enter them spaces and you know the doors of perception are blasted open and if you're like highly empathic and you're highly in these states of being you can feel other people's thought streams you know whether it's projected at you or not you know you get to tap into them um and I've heard stories about how people can be the grounding rod for them ayahuasca ceremonies. You know, they can be that grounding rod, rod to people's emotions and people, people's things that they're releasing and help them release in certain ways. But at the same time, you know, you've got to tread this water very carefully because, like, we there is like huge energetic things that are happening all around us at all times. And that's why, like, to kind of like segue back into it, one of the themes that we wanted to talk about was kind of like energy vampires and people taking away your energy. Because, um, you know, we've, this is all of us, all of us right now, me and Laura included, we're all navigating this right now in our journeys. You know, we're trying to navigate, like, like um, the, trying to cultivate a, um, an essence in our lives where we're kind of, like, when is it someone else's stuff? When is it our stuff? You know, when is it kind of like, when is someone trying to just take from you? You know, like, because we're all, like, because if you do allow it and, and you do get like kind of and you just walk through reality kind of blase to this, you know, you will come across people where they'll just suck your energy, you know, at all times. It's very similar to the Internet, what's going on right now, you know, like the, we have this kind of this weird like um, transaction that's happening 
right now on the internet. And um, just to give like a physical example, um, because I think to some degree, um, the the collective like the, to some degree the internet is like a collective consciousness. You know, like where for example you post something, someone sees it, and then um, you know you respond like uh, by basically transferring you know your consciousness, which is a light wave, into the phone, and then that transfers through the through the um, mic microwaves you know to the phone tower. Then it transfers to the local phone tower, you know, pings up on your phone and then, you know, it goes into your retina and then your consciousness deciphers it, you know. And then if it is like a harmful, a hateful comment, you know, um, like if, if it is a harmful com comment or a negative comment, you know, for example, that's read from someone's, that's come from someone's consciousness. So it's a kind of like almost like to some degree, like just using the internet as an example, it's kind of like a form of t uh, t telepathy, you know where that's basically run by like technology and to some degree you know we're getting this like kind of interesting interaction which me and laura are currently like kind of navigating in the moment where you kind of you know you get an insight into like reading people's minds to some degree you know and um it's no longer kind of like in front of a wall now it's kind of like in terms of like the collective wi-fi the internet which it is you know we're getting to kind of like see it but what's interesting which we've been navigating is that you know you get a no matter what that interaction is, you know, you get a choice um, in that moment. You get a choice whether you want to give that thought stream any energy um, or give them energy waves, any satisfaction by feeding that thing energy by responding back to it, you know. And, and it's interesting because the dynamic of like, you know, how does that person on the other side of that who's kind of projecting that energy towards you, that negative energy, if it is negative, because not most of the time it is, how do you kind of like, how does that, um, what what happens in that process, you know, because when when you kind of respond to that energy, when that energy is coming towards you, you know, the person literally gets high off that, off that interaction, you know, and I think a lot of the times people are getting addicted to that cycle, you know, because they, they're kind of using it as a form of kind of like, um, ret I can't say the word, like retribution of their own soul, you know, it's kind of reaffirming certain parts of themselves as being seen and things like that, you know. I think there is like a psychological like um, satisfaction that happens from that energy dynamic, you know. And I think mm -hmm. that's why it's really important to to navigate that, you know, and choose what you give energy to and what you don't. Yeah, I like we said, like we said before, I think it's literally just people addicted to the cortisol release to get off like the interaction of an argument. And we've been getting a few comments like that on the Origin channel, and it's like this morning I just. I know I should have probably done my practices and zened out and like centered myself before I responded, but I just reacted because, you know, I'm unhealed in certain respects and having people like nitpick about your life and stuff is, it just gets, it just grinds on you a bit. So I did find myself reacting this morning and, and then being like, oh, why did I give energy to that thought stream? But I th also think, I also think it's important to not give energy to that thought stream but you also need to put in boundaries with people because I, some, I think sometimes think people can expect because you put yeah, a certain amount of your life on the internet I think people can expect you to like to just keep taking from you and taking from you and want to know more and more and stuff and I think sometimes it's good to put that like energetic boundary in place and say like look like this can't be happening so yeah. it's just trying to discern between like when are you genuinely like reacting from a place of you know hurt and when you're putting an energetic boundary in place yeah. and also a physically and metaphysically put that boundary in place you know like because i think first and foremost that boundary has to come from your own inner discernment you know like you have to like kind of you have to like cultivate your own um inner level of intuition around that you know because 
once you like once you like f- feel like where you like for example if you start feeling your own life where you stepping over the mark you know already it starts like it's like a it's hard to explain it's like a spiral inside your own soul you know like once you start feeling that your parts of yourself that are stepping over the line are out of balance and you start doing that it's kind of like it now starts it brings this thing forward within you like the higher self i, I'm not, I don't like the concept of higher self but it brings in you like the the higher um what's the word i'm looking for you know it just kind of like it it opens up like a um a new level of sight with inside yourself where you can like start deciphering when that's coming towards you in different ways because i think a lot of the time and we've all probably been in cycles of this to some degree where you you know you're not you haven't developed them tools of discernment and um and you kind of you know you constantly keep finding yourself in them same situations with the same people you know where the same cycles are coming back to you again and again and again or for example you know you're in the same abusive cycles or your energy feels drained when you're around certain friends but then as you start developing yourself you know you you, you start understanding when is it times to like to cut ties with people when is it t- time to like to block people off or stand in your power so you can't do that you know so i think this is like a constant journey of the spiritual process you know we're constantly like kind of you know that's why it's important like you always hear the expressions of like it's it's important to like to to be malleable you know and be open and be fluid you know like like bruce lee used to always say that you know be like water because like you've got to be able to be malleable you know you've you put yourself in certain situations that are challenging but then know when that cut off point is you know when it's like you shouldn't be around certain people when you need to put boundaries up because like laura was saying like one of the things that we've been getting is that we get we get a lot of that energy you know where like people will always want to overstep the boundaries you know they always want to overstep in your personal life and it's just you know it's like um like it's one thing i've been i've definitely developed over the last year is like because i had a far too much openness in there so like i've really developed this like this much this much kind of like I don't know. There's still, it's. I'm still working on it too, as well, because like, when when can it go too overpolarized? You know, you've got to like be able to like know when it's time to like to be open and when it's not time to be open. And it's something that I've been working on anyway. But I've definitely like over the last few years, one of my things that I've I've learned is like is um is learning to is I've like kind of sharpened my sword in terms of my level of discernment. You know, and we all have it anyway. You know, it's it's already there because I think most of the time, if we if we're honest with ourselves and our lives. It was already telling us, you know, it was always telling us that this person doesn't feel right. This situation doesn't feel right. Should I be doing this job? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Should I be eating this food? Should I be masturbating six times a week? Six times, <laughs> six times a day even. <laughs> um, is the earth round? <laughs> we all have that level of discernment, you know, and like it's, it's you start cultivating it more and more and it helps you in certain situations and then we're getting back to it more and more. Definitely. I've got a super chat here. Oh, thank you for that, Bird Dog. Thank you. Much love. Night, good name as well, Bird Dog. Bird Dog. <laughs> uh, Julian says, amazing info, and we all intuitively know this, but speaking it most are afraid of retaliation. Courage, brothers and sisters. Thank you. Bird Dog is also, that's a good comment. Bird Dog said, transmuting bad energy into good is difficult sometimes yeah well this is what we've been kind of like trying to um navigate today you know we've been trying to decipher like because one of my things that i've done in my in my life is like i've one of my things like through my trauma as a young as a young child was um because it's getting a lot put a lot lot put on me soul kind of like a lot of people putting you down for example and what some people do is some people internalize that and go more in inward and some people externalize that 
And one of the things that I did was externalize it. So when someone like puts something on us, I'm I go the opposite and I'll do I'll 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 do it even more to like kind of to prove you wrong. For example, you know, and it's like trying to find the balance, you know, because I think we have to because that is a fuel and that will get you that will get you a long way. It really does. Like trauma, if you use trauma in the right way, it'll get you a long way. That's why in a lot of sporting situations, you know, like some of the the most traumatic athletes are some of the best, you know, especially some of the best fighters in the world have like kind of gone through the most trauma, you know, hundred uh, percent. So that's why I think it's really important to um to uh, like to understand that when you're using that energy source, it needs to be with love, you know. You need to move forward with love. So you need to always to be discerning in your life. When is it that I'm moving forward? Like when am I use what am, how am I using this energy, you know? And um and it is a it's an it's a it's a it's a plane that needs to be navigated, you know. So like I don't like you're right, you know, like Bird Dog, what you said there. It's like transmuting that energy. It is it is sometimes difficult. But what I have found is that I think in our lives sometimes what I find is that 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 negative energy what it wants to do because it is a disease, right? It wants to take you, uh, it wants to t- turn you also into that same energy. It wants you to react to it with with fear, with anger. It wants to take you into a place with inside yourself where you, where you're not even where you're kind of like frozen completely and you don't know what to do. So what I always find is benefit is to kind of like is to feel it when that comes up when something is trying to do that to you, but most of the time look at your life and when is it that you can instead of like hollering in that kind of like um in that negative energy where is it that you could be kind of like focusing and transmuting that into something positive in your life physically something that's going to benefit you that's that's what i find a big uh, help me a lot definitely i think because i think a lot of us can get caught up in like the retaliation of that like energy transfer and be like well, I'm going to prove you wrong kind of thing. But I found, what I found for me, what personally works for me is to, to transmute that energy is to kind of let it hurt us, let it like, let it see what it brings up inside my own self, see where my mind, where, where it hurts, see where the hurt is and see where the wound is and, and go along that thought stream and see what needs healing. And then when I heal and cry and, and, and to release and release what's, what that energy is kind of provoked in me, that that makes me feel lighter and then I'm naturally going to be just moving on that path of transmuting that energy into good energy because to just retaliate and just project that energy back it's not it's just a, it's just bad energy being passed back to like as bad energy but to like to let it sit inside of you let it heal what needs to be healed and then you go forward and and operate from that you know, from that more healed place, that's the true transmutation, uh, transmutation of that yeah. energy. And what what happens is, what actually happens to is like when you do do that process, what Laura's explained as well, and you do this for all the emotions, all the different emotional plane, you actually feel a lightness in your soul, like you really do. Like you get to a point where you, the more you feel in it, it might feel stagnant, it might feel heavy at the time, and it might be scary to look at. But once you feel it, uh, it, it kind of like it releases off you and you feel the lightness as you develop that awareness you start feeling the, the levels of lightness you know and that might be in the sense of because we all know that emotions is linked to health so it's like for an example from physical form if we don't feel it on our soul it'll be in the sense of where you'll just you know you'll have a more of a brighter smile on your face you'll have more color in your skin you know um you'll not be as stressed you know so like um hair might start growing back in places where you haven't got it you know for example I find that a lot of time on me balls, you know. <laughs> but um, but anyway, it's just a part of like kind of discerning it, you know. Uh, just a part, sorry, it's just a part of kind of like honouring what's coming at you 
and kind of transmuting it. And I think transmution is a really, a really powerful thing because that's how you transmute any darkness, you know, is, is honoring it, looking at it, feeling into it, and then moving forward through it, you know. And that's what, I, that's what, I, that's what we felt today. We felt like we were working on some wounds today, you know, and we felt like how us feeling into them, you know, it, it, it lightened up the situation, you know. We mm -hmm. felt lighter. Yeah, and it's also just like knowing when to, when to bring up those things and talk about them as well. Because like... I could feel like I, I could from the moment I woke up today I knew I was just getting triggered my dream was very triggering the first thing I looked at on social media was very triggering then I reacted and then oh it's just been a very like trigger I've been in the soup today basically and I just went and go I just went and sat in the hammock and I was just like Dan I need to work through some stuff <laughs> and then we just like we sat and talked about it and then we just I felt it I felt it clear and I and just talking it out with Dan like made me like really pinpoint what what the wound was that was triggering all this enmeshed like enmeshed enmeshed emotions today and i just feel a lot lighter because of that and it's interesting because you know laurie was talking about there about kind of the internet creating that thought stream because i think the internet is very interesting like at the moment because i think we are like we are and i don't like this not the right word but it's just clear context but like there is like a a war going on in the mental plane and it's been going on for such a long time you know, I think like um, Edward Bernier's like talked about that. Like um, even what's the book that you're reading now again? Uh, Orwell. George. No, it's Huxley. Huxley. It's Brave yeah. New World. Yeah, Huxley talked about that. Orwell talked about it. You know, like how there is kind of like this this um there is a war being raged, raged on our senses from all different angles. You know, and it's like in the internet has been used to some degree in that. You know, and uh, Elf World said Master Lee from the Inner Guardian said they've used the internet to terraform our minds. And he used our minds to terraform the internet, which I thought was very true. Yeah, really good point. And um, and that's what it, it's it's very interesting because we have to kind of you know we have to manage the content that we that we engage in right now. It's so important, you know. Like, there's no greater fuel to like to combat that energy than to take control of it in your own life, you know. To like to to kind of like cut content out that you don't want to watch, promote content that you do want to watch, and and um. And also kind of like, you know, um, honor, like honor when, when is the time to take con in, content in? When is it not time to watch content? You know, you've got to be like a complete, like you've got to be a master of like of everything that's coming at you at all times, you know. And it's a process. It's not something you're going to win, win, in the, win in the night, you know. It's like kind of something that you have to just keep, you know, developing and just thinking, having, creating discipline. Because I think discipline is really important. You know, like a lot of people um, are in the spirituality community sometimes kind of like, um, have a bit kind of bad connotations towards discipline but like discipline to me is like something that I know that's helped me in all forms of my all life you know with my spiritual practices you know sometimes we do have to have that in place to, to cultivate even greater freedoms beyond that definitely I think discipline just leads to greater freedom doesn't it uh, Robert says uh, was switching from one energy to another gradual process for you both or was it a noticeable revolution how do you decipher that? I'm not really feeling that. I don't know. Was so was switching from one energy level to another a gradual process for you both, or was it a noticeable revolution? It depends on what you mean by an energy level. Mm. I can't understand what he means. What I think he just mean what what he means. What Robert means by that's a good question. What he means, I think, he just means kind of like. Hope this is right anyway. If it's not, just maybe just we'll just answer. I'll answer this how from how I feel it is. I think what Robert's talking about there is because in our lives we all go through a process where like you know where um, where we noticeable like our level of awareness being able to decipher the energy is completely different you know 
that was me Aries and uh, me Aries alarm. Yeah. <laughs> alarm to relax and chill. Just telling us to relax. Um, yeah, but I think that's what he means. I think he kind of like, um, he means about kind of like um, noticing when, when when you can, you know, when 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 in the past when you wouldn't be able to decipher that, decipher the energy transfer feeling of things, you know, the differences between the two states. But I, I don't think, I, I can't really, for me, I think because it's so much in the unconscious when you're in them in them states, it's hard to understand when you crossed over that land, that, mm. that, that barrier, you know, because I think it's just a gradual process of you developing that level of discernment. That's yeah. what it was for me. Yeah, it, I don't know if it's always been there or if it's just because I'm building more awareness now, like Dan says, because it might have always been there in the past, but yet you're, you're so in the, in the midst of it all, you're so in it yeah. that you don't, you, you don't realise. So... For me, I think it's been a gradual process of just awareness building. That's all I can say in that. Yeah. And I think as well, like, I think um, one of the biggest things that I've found is that, because I, I know I keep I keep seeing this a lot of the time, but one of the biggest things we can do is, is, like, as we develop our own soul and we feel into our own wounds and we cry in the emotions and things, it just kind of gives it, it um, like, God honors you, honors your soul in a way of, like, he la- because because he because you're worthy of it, he kind of gives you more. You know, he gives you more access to that space, to that liminal space where you can access them streams. You know, because he this like this type of stuff can be used in a bad way. You know, like a narcissist can use it against someone to manipulate them, or um, you know, some of the greatest psych, some of the best psychological minds on the planet from an intellectual perspective are some of the ones who've used all this information against the human psyche. You know, um, Edward Bernays was a pinnacle of this. You know, he understood the human psyche better than most humans on the planet, and he used it as a in a, as a way to manipulate the human soul. You know, to manipulate the whole human being to take them into the lower nature. You know, so this information a lot of the time, even the elite on the planet, you know, they understand that this understand this psychological. Um, apparatus you know they know how to kind of ma- how how to kind of uh, make the mind malleable they know how to kind of take the human mind into a state of depression take the human minds into a state of fear and anxiety it's played out all the time on the chessboard you know but once you learn it inside you someone else can't do it to you, you know it's like this is like the higher game of the masters you know like the kind of like um the highest spiritual beings if you want to call it that you know they understand this game better than anyone else and this is like why I always say, like, kind of like there's there's levels to this place, there's levels to this realm, because as you kind of like develop your own soul, someone can't kind of manipulate it in that way, you know, because you get to feel behind the stream of that, you get to feel when someone's got bad intentions and come turning up in your life, and that, that's what I feel anyway. Definitely. Um, Michael says, emotion is energy in motion. Have you got any tips for shielding or non-reactivity to being triggered? I wouldn't come to me for that advice because I was reacting to a trigger this morning, but uh, maybe you have some better advice. Um, For me, I'd say, I mean, there's many things that I do. Sometimes I get it wrong, you know. Sometimes I get it wrong and, like, I'll kind of, like, transmute that energy. I mean, I'll not get it wrong in the sense because it'll always be transferred into something positive because that's just the way I work. I Like, Laura always sees that. Like, I'll, whatever comes into it, I'll, I'll either combat it in the correct way and I'll, and I'll transmute it completely. Or it'll be turned into something like physically, you know, like I'll, and I don't mean like punching or something like that, but um, sometimes it might be, it might be punching a punch bag, but um, sometimes it's kind of like being put into something kind of, you know, like physically healthy, you know, like for example, building something on the land or transmuting that energy into kind of like, um, you know, um, 
working on something creative or you know something that'll kind of will better me better me and better my family you know and better us as a as a couple yeah also like if you if you're with somebody who you can feel like you can talk to about these things like because yeah i felt today i was like like well yesterday i was like dan i'm really triggered like and that and that stopped that energy dynamic of me projecting onto dan because i was just like i was honest and i was just like i'm really triggered right now i need to go spend some time by myself and work through what's coming up yeah definitely so just i think also just to not react and just kind of speak out what's happening because if if you're with somebody who's like who's quite conscious they'll like honor that as well yeah and also like i think as well we all know that the triggers are the the triggers that we that come towards us are our greatest gifts you know so sometimes like when the trigger comes in it's like that's why it's really important like to take that trigger and take it and 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 go away and sit with yourself you know and just feel into it or like laura said talk about with someone because you'll find a lot of the times that 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 trigger will take you to somewhere with inside yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. It always does. <laughs> there, yeah. There's never been a time where that trigger doesn't lead you to some sort of emotion or Definitely. memory or something that needs healed. Change said, how many times a week do you work out, Dan? Uh, do you have a plan or do you go by feeling uh, which can stagnate or decrease results, right? Um, yeah, um, so this has just been a, like a constant process for me um, with me training. Um, and I'm at this point now where, like, because um, it's interesting, because training is a um, is a is a good emotional tool to see where you're out of balance too, you know. Because a lot of the time you can be training for someone else, you know. A lot of the, most of the guys in the world are training for other guys, you know. They're not even training for girls; they're training for other guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I fell into that one too as well, you know. I had a wound in me that I was actually wasn't even training for the girls; I was training for the guys. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be worried about that one? <laughs> but um. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is like it's a it's a journey, you know, to like to, to from to decipher from all different levels. And what I do right now is I'm I'm in a position now where I've kind of because I think it gets it's a, it's the same thing. It's like it's about deciphering, you know. It's getting to a point in your journey where because everyone's body's completely different, you know, physically and metaphysically. So it's honoring what you feel, you know, and also like when is it time to be more harder on yourself? When is it time to be soft on yourself? When is it time to train? When is it not time to train? Because um, for so long I was training and I was just training now because I, I knew there was trauma there. You know, there was a lot of trauma that was forcing me every single day to turn up in the way that I did, the way that I attack exercises. And, um, you know, for even for me, just to give you a brief understanding of how far this went, I started, you know, I, I had no libido. I, um, I couldn't even sleep properly. Um, my nervous system was completely shattered and um, just started... It was a hard lesson for me and I had to take it back, you know, and find that point of threshold. Sometimes we have to go to the extra extremes, you know, to find balance, you know. Um, but now I just go completely off field. And I feel like I'm at this point now where I feel like with me training, and it took us a lot to get to this, where I don't have to, I'm not training for anyone else. I'm completely training for my own self. So what that does is that gives me a, um, a lot of freedom to be able to express myself in whatever way I wish, you know. Use training as a form of play, you know. Use training as a meditation. Use training as a way to kind of, you know, work on emotions or integrate certain things or even just have to 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 make my body look better, you know, because that's a thing that I want to do. I want my vessel to look good. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. We're given these gifts as a human avatar. There's nothing wrong with having the vessel looking good, you know, feeling good, moving good. You know, like um, being limber, you know, being being able to stretch, being able to like um, honor the vessel because there's, there's something to this physical place where you, it's okay to honor the vessel, you know. 
but then that's where I'm at anyway. So I have a lot of I have a lot of creative freedom with me training now, and I just I turn up when I feel like it, and I, I don't train when I don't feel like it. And um, and like I say, I know some people like kind of can't do that because when you slip out of a pattern, it doesn't work. But it's just a it's just a thing, you know. If it's if it's if it's really important to you, um, and you, and you want to break from it, you will come back to it. You know, you'll it'll be a natural cycle where you come back around to it. Um, but that's all I'd say on that. I think I've said enough. Definitely, Vishal Patel. Thank you for the really generous yeah, really appreciate super that. chat. Really appreciate that. He says, um, "You guys have really expanded the way I look at the world. I always have. Grow some chilies on me. Thank you. We'll we'll definitely be putting that to use on the land. So thank you. That really yeah, helps. Yeah, hundred percent. It's interesting because even like the the other day, just to like to 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 like reiterate again, like when what happened for us is like um, we were like building the outhouse and we're like trying to do it on a complete budget. And we're trying to save money and as as wherever we can, and we're just trying to use things that we've got spare of and things that we find. Like we keep looking around bins and stuff like that to find <laughs> stuff, and we find amazing gems, you know. Like it's like testing the universe, you know. Like God will just like help you and give you stuff, you know. And um, sometimes it's been in the bottom of a bin, you know, for us. <laughs> yeah. Don't say diamond. Yeah, and it's been amazing, you know. We've used it, we've utilized it. Like the amount of items that's in that outhouse right now is that made out of bins. Very got made out of the bin. In the bins, unbelievable. And um, you know, someone um, donated on the on the homestead channel, and it allowed us to to get the laminate flooring. You know. Yeah, I think and that's the, really nice as well. The flooring in the outhouse, which the, is really nice. Like co-creating with people, like yeah, they can see where that that money and donations go to as well, and it it really helps us out. Bird dog said, um, "I get this intellectually, and working on the inner stand and alchemy here yeah, for sure." And Michael said, "A bit off topic, but have you ever had any pressure?" Or noises coming from your pineal gland. Had this strange grinding noise happen yesterday. I've heard of people saying it cracks when it decalcifies. Yeah, definitely. Um, 100% I had, um, when we had a, I did a podcast with, because I'd never experienced this before. Laura's experienced this. I've never experienced the cracking in my neck. Not what I'm aware of anyway. I've had, I have a lot of other symptoms, me, but, um, but, um, technique when he was on the podcast and Laura said this, that, um, like when your pineal gland decalcifies, it, it cracks. You hear like a. I felt that from my pineal gland as well, but when like when I've when I've been practicing yoga and like breathing and opening myself up, I felt like cracking at the back of my neck. And you've even heard it as well when I've yeah, like I've... said like Dan, it's just cracking. He's like, oh, I can hear it. And I think what Tex said that was like the Christ fluid traveling up the spine and hitting the back of the neck. Yeah. But I don't. I haven't had that in a while, so I don't know if it's like moved where it needs to go or if it's just I'm not opening up anymore. But. Yeah, I don't know if um, I don't know. I just haven't felt that in a while, but it's interesting because like I've had that experience before. When you say like the cracking from the pineal gland, I've had that experience where like I've been in meditation before and I feel like I've actually saw from so from the pineal gland, like inside my skull, like saw like the tissues and tissues around it and where it was seated inside my head. It was very weird. Like I was literally seen out of it, like it was an eye in where it was placed in the center of my head. So yeah. I don't know if anyone else has had a similar sort of experience with that. Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've when I've had that experience uh, when, I, when I had the experience last time when I um I seen the the pine cone, you know, so that's how the pine cones represented all throughout history, you know, in religion because they were seeing the pine cone, you know, when they were like open up the mind's eye, which is the pineal gland, you know, they were seeing the pine cone, you know, and there's something to that, you know, because there is physical things within side of our side of ourselves that are kind of like, you know, 
that are linked to the metaphysical, you know. And once we like open up the boundaries with inside the self, you get to see the inner worlds and the inner things that we that are not there. That's why like all the cultures in the past, you know, they knew about the chakras within the body. You know, they knew about the med, med, what's called the medrum points. Medrum, med, medrum. Med, yeah, I'm not. I don't know how to pronounce yeah, it either. Yeah, the points. You, you know, they knew about all these different energy points within the body, and you know all this knowledge now that's kind of like that we're starting to find our way new. You know, they knew about it thousands of years ago. You know, that's why it's in all the pyramids and stuff. Because I knew about it, but then there's other there's other things that I've noticed as well. Like, um, uh, I feel like sometimes like when like that metaphysical stew's about to come on, if you want to call it that word, and you're about to like enter into them spaces, um, you know, sound is a key one. Like you hear sounds, like your ears ring. People talk about that all the time. Um, sometimes like your senses get on more height heightened. You know, like you smell things more. You can see things. See things slow down. You can sometimes even hear things in other rooms. You know, you can like, um, you can feel people's energy. Feel feel people's emotions. You know, there's many different symptoms. It's all about like uh, the level of like, te- uh, te- I can't see it, telepathy. You know, where you can like, you basically just like, you know, you seem beyond kind of like the from a physical sense like beyond the quantum state you know you're able to kind of like see beyond the ordinary state of perception every single way possible and and that goes for 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 it all you know like everything that you think is possible is possible because it's like as we're developing ourselves you get access to it all 100 percent um uh says trauma-based massive changes going on for me and others yeah, for it's it's interesting because like I, I do feel there's a speeding up happening. There's hundred percent it is. Like me and Laura's like felt that speeding up of like where we're just like working on wounds like day after day after day after day. You know, like people think like all the time like the stigma around you know you're coming in the middle of nowhere and you, you've got nothing to work on. We found more works coming up now. You know, it's like and I think we 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 spoke about this other day, didn't we? When we said about like we were trying to like understand and feel into like why is it that we're getting more triggered here. Then we are like in the matrix or something or a normal job, you know, and it's because the um, how how what was the level that we with discernment we came to? We said that the reason why that was was because the the light that is here that we're cultivating around us is exposing them dark spots within us, so they're very rapidly coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. And we we were speaking about as well, like that's why when um when certain like people come towards you like for example in the higher realms we've seen like divine truth talking about this so like when divine truth he has kind of um um he does like kind of like a when he taps in and he and they do kind of like um and he's speaking to people on the other side in the spirit realm through other people he brings spirit beings like higher spirit beings who are like in the highest spheres towards the people to help them heal and what happens is, is like it's very their, their natural energy and their natural aura is very triggering because their light highlights their darkness with inside themselves, and that happens within the physical plane too as well. You know, like we've experienced that how you can feel it. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it it becomes very triggering when you're near that person because it's too exposing to them parts of your darkness. So that's like kind of something that happens now anyway as well. I don't know what I was going for either. No, I feel you. I also feel like um, like you said, like when. Like when when you are in those like high vibe places, it's like it's hard for people, and I think that's why a lot of people like kind of lash out. You get some people because we were talking about this the other day. Like when I see something online, where I see like because at the moment my consciousness is around like wanting a family and and having children and stuff. And when I see stuff online where people are having babies and they're like getting close to them and and like nurturing a family, that makes me tear up because that's a desire in me, and I know that I want that. 
that's a healthy reaction to a desire so to kind of tear up and like and be good and feel positive about that but some people that pain hurts so much that they don't have that the, the other reaction is to kind of lash out and be like and want to tear that down for the other person because it's like they don't want to uplift themselves they're already on a path of like degrading themselves in their soul that they just want to lash out yeah it's funny because um one of the things that me and laura's had a lot of times is like so when we're like building stuff on the land like there's a lot of negative comments like people will be like that's going to blow down if you don't do this and it's kind of like me and laura having a laugh because it's kind of some weird way like people kind of want that to happen like you know they're like saying they're giving you good advice like saying oh add this support here but in the same breath that you know they want the wind to come and take it down you know so mm-hmm. they can just go i told you you know the one it like the one you, you want to destroy have something destroyed just so they can have that feeling you know yeah. in some weird statistical way <laughs> well felt that as well like like a lot of people who oh, a lot of people who say like that the one good things for you but like then then behind your back you feel that that energy from them that like they, they secretly want you to yeah, suffer to suffer and i'm like this is where i'm at in my life now is like i'm trying to weed out those people and f- feel into who's who's actually on my team and yeah, who definitely. wants and, I, and i'm not like and because i'm aware that i can hold people to quite a high standard and be like you know expect nobody's nobody's perfect everybody has wounds everybody's going to project a little bit here and there but i really want people on my team who are like who are f- are actively striving to like better heal themselves so. and better themselves and, and i know that aren't going to be like secretly wishing for our down, downfall yeah, tear you down. and, yeah and secretly hoping that we're gonna everything's gonna go wrong for us i want people that are like who want to uplift us and i want to be like around people who i want to uplift and, and things like that yeah definitely and, it, and it's and it's interesting because like um one of the things that we were we laughing about it's like um some of the some some of the energy at the moment that we're getting is like you're not suffering enough there you're not suffering enough yet it's like um people like want you to suffer you know mm-hmm. it's like um like it's like why are you doing that job you should be doing this job it's like you're not suffering enough yeah. <laughs> it's like people want you to suffer it's like why do you need to suffer if you've got the skills if you've got things in place you know it's like um there is like we can use our natural gifts and abilities and things that we and resources that we already have to move into different ways of life you know it doesn't have to look a certain way and i think sometimes as well some people like to to have that story in the mind because it gives them excuses but parts of them that they can't do it i can't do that because i'm going to suffer i can't do mm-hmm. this because i've got to do this and it's like all about kind of like not them them their own selves not giving themselves permission so that they've got to try and tear down everyone else you know because yeah. they're giving themselves permission to just do have a go and do something that's really it important. people put such high standards on themselves to get everything perfect that when like they see people like us who are literally having no idea what we're doing and we're just like going for any way and winging it that i find i think they find it really triggering yeah, triggering. so they need to kind of lash out dan of said um if somebody offers you a gift and you refuse to take it then the gift stays in their possession the same goes for when people offer dark or negative energy thoughts or comments if you don't choose to accept it and take pos- possession then the energy stays with them Hundred percent. Sometimes I feel like it's not a choice, though. Like this morning, sometimes I feel like things are being willed by God to for you to heal yeah, certain wo- wounds. Because sometimes this morning, like it felt like something was coming through me to just react. So it, it I don't know if something it felt like its own energy stream operating through me to through that wound. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like it's it's coming through you to to show you what needs. Well, we find it. We found it sometimes as well. Like it um. It does. It, t- it does turn up like that. It also turns up through us like that too, as well, because sometimes it gets to a boiling point where something needs to just like come out, and it can look negative, but it actually is a gift, you know. That's and sometimes it, yeah. when these things turn up, they're a gift, you know. Because we had we had like a 
there was something that boiled to the surface for me and Dan that need like it was something that was lingering inside of me that had been a thought stream that I'd activated that had been going on for too long and it just needed and to come to the surface. And I was feeling it as well. You know, I knew and I just, like, I just kind of blated something out out of nowhere and it, it felt like it had a life of its own. If it was, I don't know if it was like an overcloaked spirit or wanting to activate it or whatever it was, it was just like it had its own energy that needed to, to come out and be healed. Yeah, and when it came out, it was very like painful, very sharp, like a lot of charge around it. But then what happened is, is like through that process, because it came to the surface, um, you know, we we as a together we transmuted it and it ended up like moving into something even greater you know mm-hmm. so sometimes like these things have to come up to the surface and they might be painful but we have to have like the patience with them have the patience with each other as well and like um allow them to come out in it and, and um you'll find that most of the time it sorts something out you know mm-hmm. it, it, it improves something definitely even though it might be painful and it can be painful um, Change said, "How do you go by emotion, feeling versus discipline? There has been many times where I have to. Abs- I have absolutely dreaded going for a jog, but I forced myself, and I felt after, even though I went against my feelings, felt amazing after. Yeah, um, I think it's just a process, you know. It's it's just. I think everyone's different, you know. Like I think I've learned that from for me. It's like." It's a lot. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a type of person and I know everyone has different skills and abilities in different ways. But one of my skills is like it's dif- discipline. Like I'm very like I can be very disciplined with myself. You know, I know when it's time to go and I'm learning more now when it's not time to go, you know. Yeah. And it's a lot comes a lot easier for me to go, you know, than it is to stop. So for me, I need to learn when to stop. Um, and like but I'm, but it's a lot easier for me when it's to learn when it is to go. But I think it's just kind of like you're going to have days where just like we all do where sometimes you don't want to do it you know and 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 it's like just getting to a point with inside yourself discerning when just developing it you know like and if you don't go for a jog don't beat yourself up you know but just like the next day maybe like have like because you'll get to know your body you'll get to know your mind you'll get to know yourself more and more and more and it's like you if sometimes your body tells you you know like the more you tune your body your body's sometimes like nah today we haven't moved it's time to move today and I think a lot of the time, the body always tells you. The body's mm-hmm. the greatest communicator. You yeah. don't even have to take it to the metaphysical. The body's already telling you, you know, because the body is linked to the spirit. It's linked to the soul. The, the soul uses the body to tell you, you know, like, how am I feeling? Am I aching a day? Because sometimes if you're aching too much, it's time to rest. But if you're feeling good, you're feeling energy, like you've got more libido, maybe that needs burn off a little bit, you know? Yeah. I definitely think the body just knows because there's been days where I like, I've even said to you where it's like, oh, I really can't be bothered to go for a jog, but I know it's one of those days where I need to go for a jog. And I think it's just something that naturally you just get to feel inside yourself. Because there's also times where it's like, I don't want to go for a jog and I know I shouldn't go for a jog because maybe I've just come on my period and I know my body's like needs to, to like wind down and rest. Yeah, it's just, I think it's just really just tuning into yourself and tuning into what's, what's self-love and what's like, what's... Tr- true self-love is like just really going what you feel is absolutely best for you in that moment and sometimes it's not going for a drug and sometimes it's pushing yourself and having the discipline to go for a drug change uh, said thank you for your insights since insights you guys give us i like the way you are not the politically correct soft type spiritual people <laughs> yeah definitely mm-hmm. i love that i know yeah. i know that we're definitely like more like kind of a bit more entailed that fringe way. yeah a bit more fringe <laughs> <laughs> if you want to use that word 
Uh, it can be it can be triggering for people that too as well because there is like a lot of people who just kind of you know you lose a lot of people through that process but it's it's fine you know but like some people just want the 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 standard spirituality stuff you know like we've kind of it's like something i've had to work through you know because sometimes people just want to hear the stuff that makes them feel good you know but sometimes it's not all about that you know sometimes we have to hear some hard truths and then it feels even better after that you know because sometimes even the the amazing like gems and the good truths like not i wouldn't say truths but sometimes the good Sometimes that information that kind of tingles them parts of you sometimes isn't developing you, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just reaffirming like parts of yourself that just want to stay in that same cycle, you know. And you never ever get anywhere, you never change, you never like really like work on like remove blocks within you. So sometimes you have to like have information that's more fringe to like to nudge things in you, you know. Yeah. And I think obviously that triggers a lot of people in the process. And it's sometimes the harsh truths are the most loving truths. Yeah, and we're not always right, you know. We we we're first to say that, but we'll 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 speak what we're, what our truths right now. That's what we'll always do that. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do is just just honor your truths, and then allow someone else to discern that, you know. Yeah, I also feel like whenever you get a lot of backlash for something, I always feel like that's like I'm kind of like oh, okay, there's something there like that needs to be investigated. Do you know what I mean? If somebody's like if if somebody's if you notice like a collective trigger around a certain topic you're like okay that's a sacred cow that needs to be slaughtered kind of yeah. thing <laughs> michael said um that would make sense because the moons in aries and the christos vapors would be, re- be rising oh yeah so he's speaking about his own self because michael was asking the question wasn't he about the cracks in his neck mm-hmm. yeah for mm-hmm. sure well um astrologically we all know that from an astrological perspective there is like certain um cycles astrologically that obviously individually line up to our own selves that do impact in that situation you know thousand percent it does and i'm still learning this you know i'm not i'm like i'm not an expert on it i'm still like a like we've lost so much of this knowledge you know like something that me and laura's like really like something a desire that we have an outside of ourselves is to kind of like is to cultivate that astrological understanding more in our own personal lives you know mm-hmm. and then see where it matches up and do experiments on ourselves and because i think um you know, I think that that knowledge, that astrological knowledge that is above us is, you know, I said it before, it's the sky clock, you know, but that is God. You know, so people say, like, where's God in our lives? It's He's above us, our heads every night, you know. He's feeding down information in this reality, but we're just not open to see, you know. We're just ignoring it. Mm-hmm. And what we've been feeling as well, like, because we've been having this practice at night where we've been going on... Oh, there's loads of mosquitoes in here now. Sorry. <laughs> we've been going up on the top of the van and we've been, like, looking up at the sky because it's clear every night here. It's beautiful. And we've been just, like, looking at the stars and just praying to God. And it's been a really good bonding exercise for us both because we're, like, we get to, we get to see where, where our wounds are and where we're trying and where we're trying to connect to God in certain respects. And it's it's been beautiful because we've also realised, like, the sky is interactive with us. Like, when we're praying and when we're speaking about certain things at certain moments there'll be like a shooting star or and it's always at like a, a really potent moment isn't it it's like the sky and there's like it'll flash and then go and then then it'll it's like that um ufo we saw at the hangout as well like the like it, it a flash of light will move from left to right and then back again and like again communicate, and communicate with you it's it's bizarre like i don't know the sky is is really fascinating to me because i feel like it's it's where you receive messages from the divine yeah, it is. It's the same with the clouds as well. Like, I get why Owen Benjamin goes so hard at that John Lennon song where it's like, imagine there's no heaven. And it's like, 
I wonder if you can above us only sky and it's like the 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 sky is where you get messages from the divine that song is such a gravel it's it's kind of weird magic to make you feel like there's nothing above our heads it's just infinite empty space and we're just spinning and I don't know but yeah and <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that I feel I really feel God in the sky yeah because it is he is in the sky and that's mm-hmm. the thing like that's the that's the message that that we've been blocked off from you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like 100% it's like the sky is the divine you know it's above our heads every single night and day as well too as well yeah but there's just something there's something different about the night you know because like that them points of consciousness are poking through the veil you know like the point poking beyond wherever whatever it really is whatever they really are wherever they're coming from you know some people say like um some people highly believe that 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 light is mirroring our own individual light you know which i do believe to some degree because i've said this before we all have our own perspective of reality you know so like the lights that are coming down are mirroring our own lights our internal lights you know that's why some people can't see what that is you know because they haven't reached a certain point of light within inside of themselves so it's so they when they are looking up they are seeing a dead world you know they are seeing a dead reality a dead a, a dead physical plane you know but when some people look up you know they're seeing things that are moving differently things that are interacting with your soul differently and it's not dead you know it's it's alive and it's a kick it's alive and it's a it's kick it's alive just, and kicking <laughs> just like them it's alive and a kicking just like these midges in here yeah there's so many midges in here now um but uh, that's what I feel but it's interesting just on the theme of that as well is um which I wanted to mention about Laura didn't want us to touch on this but um but uh, here it goes anyway okay. <laughs> but um just when Laura segued into it um I want to talk about Uranus <laughs> Not Laura's Uranus, <laughs> Uranus, Uranus, Uranus. <laughs> but I don't know if anyone out there had seen the um, the funny video about Uranus, about the the the. I'll have to kind of like maybe put it in the Telegram group so it gives a bit more context. I need to also kind of like figure out how to like play videos on here as well and play some sounds that uh, don't get copyright or I can just play them. But there was a news channel that was kind of talking about how um how scientists have now discovered that Uranus is now um. Is now given off air and what does it say? It was it air. It opens and closes to release yeah, gas. Yeah, that's it. It opens and closes to release gas. You know, so it's like um, it's kind of like the spells are hilarious. You know, when you see through them. Also, the other one as well. I thought was funny the pepperoni. Mm-hmm. So like there was um, so this uh, the James Webb the James Webb uh, Space Telescope uh, quite a while back released an image and everyone was like saying they said that they discovered a new planet and everyone was saying like oh it's a um, that that's not a that's not a planet. That's like a piece of pepperoni, and then it's only now that that scientist has actually said, "Yeah, it was just a joke." By the way, sorry guys, it was actually a piece of pepperoni. So it's like kind of like you know, it's kind of like the these like th- these tricks and spells go so deep that they kind of they kind of want you to wake up to it, you know, to some degree, like what's going on. But it, it is it is funny, for sure. Yeah, that pepperoni is much more real than anything else. <laughs> Trust us. <laughs> um, I think we're up to here. So Robert says, is the source of evil just ignorance or something else according to your understanding? Um, I, I think darkness, darkness is from, it comes from ignorance, but I think evil is intent. I think evil has intent behind it. So I don't think that's ignorance because I think darkness is like, we've all, we've all been dark, but to be evil is to, is to know better and to still do it. And I think that is an ignorance. 
So it is really to some degree. It is a source of ignorance. It is a source of ignorance as well. That's what I feel. I'd, I feel it is. A, there is a source. Because I, if if, actually, if something's evil, it's like you can discern that it's wrong, yeah, and yes, doing it anyway. That's you're using yeah. your will to still do it. Yeah, if you're completely ignorant to it, I think you get a pass by God. You know, like if you are completely ignorant to it, you know, like because I think when we have carried out certain acts in our lives, don't get us wrong. There's this. There is like kind of like there is like um laws of attraction that's turned up with it within that process anyway for us like if we're carrying out acts of sin and doing bad harmful things there is like a natural transaction that we already been fed with you know most people in them situations are living in hell you know but at the same time like like i agree with what laura's saying is like if you kind of like if you like if you're completely ignorant of something you know and you, you don't realize i think god is gonna like kind of god understands that and he's gonna take a lighter on you you know but when you are like when you know something's wrong and you're still doing it you know, the, there is a there's more deeper consequences with that. I feel. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a heavy toll on your soul for doing. There something is, like but that. we also feel that heavy toll anyway when outside of ourselves. Like because when you're doing something and it's it's you know it's not from a place of love and you know you shouldn't be doing it. We're already getting the feedback with inside of ourselves anyway. Mm-hmm. I've had that for so much. You know, pornography. I keep saying it again, but pornography was one of them for me. It's like that dirty little thing. You know, you know it's like bad, but it's like dirty thing in the corner but it's like you just want to keep pushing it away mm-hmm. and then when you eventually once you get through it you realize like ah oh, thank thankfully i'm through that mm-hmm. i'm and through that a, gunge and it's also realizing like <laughs> how much because we've been waking into this as well we've been like healing those those sexual wounds it's like god we've been so corrupted us, <laughs> so corrupted and so tainted from what like sex actually is yeah for sure it's just like it the, the wound there is so deep it and i think deep. it's like we're still working through it and healing it now. Yeah, definitely. It does go deep. And it's like, a po- like there was like a, um, a video on the other day about talking about how like a guy was like, I'm sure a guy did like an MRI eye scan on his brain when he'd like be watching pornography and not watching pornography and what it does to the brain. And also like did an experiment on how, what it does to teenage minds, you know, and how it lights up certain parts of the brain. But you don't even need to go to that point. We already know what it's doing, it, doing to us, you know. Mm-hmm. It's completely warping how we operate, you know. Mm-hmm. it's just totally taking the sacredness out of sex it's just bringing it down to its most lowest form and it's actually even much better on the other side anyway like mm-hmm. it's actually much better like more sensitivity like um greater highs greater energy like better connection better connection more healing exactly definitely it's just like it's pure you feel the pureness of it it's not something that's dirty and sinful it's very it's a very pure loving act, but it it's been so corrupted through culture and programming. It's. I think the only way I can describe it is like the way I could describe it as like visually and feel from a feeling level is kind of the Garden of Eden versus kind of like the mechanistic world, you know, like completely taking yourself away from like source and the organic world and like thrusting yourself into the heart of darkness. And it's like that's the difference in it, you know, the polarities. You know, it's like it's you just you move and like um, in tune, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like clean, you know. It's only way I can describe it anyway. Well, this goes into the next comment, That's which uh, change change says, how to deal with lust, especially as a young man with no experience with women. I a part of me really wants to go sleep around and have fun, even though I know it's not spiritual. Yet at the same time, I want a respectable woman slash loving. Yeah, um, well, that's something that I've that I've hundred percent like navigated. You know, like a hundred percent. And, I'm, and to be to be honest with you, like there's still wounds within me that I'm still operating. You know, I'm still navigating that plane. You know, I'm still there's still times when you when the, when the lustful thoughts come up in your mind and you you feel the programs. Like for example, I was telling this to Laura the other week, where not the other week, it was this was um, quite a few months ago, about seven months ago, 
and um i was in um i was in the shower right and i told i told you this didn't i when i was in the shower and all this like i was just having a shower and all these like it felt like as the water was pouring on us i could i started getting flashes of all this pornography that i'd been watching in the past and it was just flashing and going through my soul and it felt like it was just washing out of us you know um i can't remember the question though it's like how to deal with lust as a young man yeah, yeah, so I would say, like, what I'd say to you on that is, is that it's developing a relationship. Um, it's it's bringing more, it's a practice, obviously, but it's, I think one of the things from a practical level is understanding what you can do with that, do with that if that's directed in the correct way and what, how it changes your life. Mm-hmm. That's the most thing because people want to see physical results, you know. And what happens is, is when that energy is directed correctly in a loving manner, you actually form greatness from all different levels you know you're like through you not engaging in that lust and lust and controlling it and you actually get more peace you know because you're always chasing more and more all the time you know you're never satisfied Mm -hmm. but what happens is once you get to this point where like you realize that it's not filling you up quite literally you're just filling up tissues (laughs) that was just a joke by the way (laughs) but um once you like kind of realize that it's not filling you up what happens is um um you kind of like realize that like there is like there's ways that energy can be transmuted in other ways you know like if you're not acting out of lust you know like we said before you create greater connections you know like when me and laura like are not in that lustful place you know like our connection gets stronger and stronger, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, like, that energy can be transmuted as well. Like, that lustful energy, like, sleeping around with people can be, can be, you know, like, sometimes, like, jizz rage and, like, storing that up can sometimes be good, you know? This is one thing that I've learned over the last few years is, like, storing up that secret fl- sacred fluid mm-hmm. and directing it in the correct ways, you know? Well, like, it's your not sexual just... energy. It's your, it's your, your creative yeah. sexual energy. It's that passion inside yeah. of you. It's a chi, you know? It's a piranha, you know? It's not just to be spilled everywhere, you know? Is, I was actually talking to you about this yesterday because I'm reading Aldous Huxley's Brave New World at the moment and it's all about a, society, a dystopian society where people are controlled and numbed out through their indulgences and the way it was described in this book is so like so spot on it's he says imagine imagine there's water running through a pipe like a high pressure water running through a pipe and you put one hole in that pipe there's going to be a massive there's going to be a real like a jet coming a jet of water coming out of that pipe but imagine if you poke loads of holes in that pipe, it's just going to be a little trickle of a stream coming out. And that was a way of like, as analogy of saying what our indulgences does does to us. If you, if you withhold from something and you are abstinent, it's like you've got that passion and energy that your energy is just coming out of one hole. But if you're sleeping around with loads of girls, it's like that little weak trickle of water. It's like your energy is just spewing about everywhere. And like what Dan was saying, like you need that sometimes men need that jizz rage they need that like that passionate energy that like fights tyrannical governments and gets shit done and also just to even give you another bigger higher answer as well like what what i've learned as well is that we actually take on a form of people's kind of trauma you know through that process you know like if you are like sleeping around with people you know we we um exchange fluids you know you exchange energy you know we need to start seeing this like as a sacred practice you know like like um like um sex should be should be a sacred thing you know 100 mm-hmm. percent, and it's something that should be protected in all in all shapes and forms you know definitely um, i think that i think polygamy is something that's been kind of promoted in in this yeah. society and i think it's very damaging 
because I think you're really missing out on this the deeper soul connection you get when you're in a monogamous relationship you like you get to feel more and more layers and I, I want to look like say if I was in a polygamous relationship I don't think I would look I would be 80 and looking back over our life and be like I don't think I would have the same deep connection with myself and another person or, or the group of people I was with than I would have in a monogamous relationship I think when you're in a monogamous relationship imagine you're 80 years old and you can see all the all the things you went through together and how you grew and changed and the amount of love and respect you'd have for that person because you were like you you formed this very deep connection over like 60 years it's like I just think that's so much more valuable than having a lot of meaningless flings yeah 100% but you have to we have to like protect that to protect that um place you know and protect that state because that place has been so kind of like it's been so manipulated that in its sense like that they've tried to kind of like and i know they, they when you say they it's like who's they you know they're coming for us you know who's they but like but that that way of being has been so kind of like um it's been so um projected into us and projecting our way of being that you've got to ask yourself if something's trying to do that what is it trying to take you away from you know because there's something else at the end of it something only some energy will only do do that to you and only try and block you off from something if there's something greater at the other side of it you know that's the way it works you know people just want to cut you off from like from something greater you know like mm-hmm. that energy wants to pull you back so what is at the other side of that gravy you know what is it what's more fruitful at the other side of it you know What's more, like you know, the this this um, what's more fruitful on the other side, you know, and I mm. I think once it the more it gets protected, and the and you know like the that that um that portal it's a portal the metaphysical you know the it's like a portal the sacred you know when you're in that place it's a metaphysical practice it's a metaphysical state, you know because when we're in that animalistic tendencies and I've been there I know it I know what it feels like, you know it's very kind of like, it's um. When you truly honor, or ask yourself what you're doing in that state, it's completely animalistic, you know? It's not like you feel yourself in that process, what's going on, you know? You, it's, you're driven by primitive forces, you know, with inside yourself that aren't higher. But that, like, you know, sex is something that should be honored. Sex is something, is something that is important on the planet. That's why we've got, like, genitalia, you know? That's why it is. But it's a... It's a connection to the divine and it should be seen like that. And when you see it like that, you protect it. You know, you want to guard it. You don't want to just spill it everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's uh, literally like a portal for bringing a new life in. Yeah, definitely. That, like that's the end, like the end goal of sex is to br- is to take part in the in the role of creation. And you, you're being a portal for a new soul to come into this into this realm. And I think if you're like having really lustful sex and it, and you pop a baby out through that, I think that's that can be quite damaging. Yeah, definitely. Crystal Palace. Eagles. That <laughs> 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 was just a, just, just a little bit of a joke. I think only only football fans will get that one. Uh, <laughs> Eagles. Just because the girl's called Crystal Palace. What a name. <laughs> You're a glowing hair sister. You guys are absolutely beautiful. Thank you. That's really Love that. nice. Am I not glowing? <laughs> I'll glow on you. Change <laughs> uh, that I want a respectable woman and uh, loving. Uh, yeah, yeah we'll for sure. Um, Adam says, "I take my hat off to you both for what you're doing. It takes plenty of guts." Um, you guys are amazing. I'm seeking the truth, just like uh, you guys are 
who would you see it as being real? D-I-R-B-S-B. Is D- maybe D-I is David Icke. R-B-S-B? I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are either. Looks like right back and centre back. <laughs> <laughs> Your mind's on the football today, isn't it? <laughs> it's hard, man. My mind's so programmed to see to see football things. I've still got so much in there that I, I need to get out. It's like I'm just seeing football things at the moment. Yeah. Um, you have a game of football, don't Marcus you? Marcus Ross said, I know sex is an energy exchange, but I've heard that if you have just multiple meaningless sex, especially that corrupts the soul. What's your thoughts? Yeah, that's what well, that segue is just literally what I was saying before. It, it is. It hundred percent does. It's like uh it's like you will exchange an energy, you know, and that's what like people don't kind of understand. It's like you are exchanging like parts of yourself onto that person, you know. And if you if you're honest with yourself as well, like I mean you might what me and Laura had as well, like we were um, there was an exchange that was happening with me and Laura when we first met where we were getting insights into past experiences as well, like in in the past kind of relationships that we had, past encounters that we had with that force, you know. And it was trying to it was trying to sort it out, you know, there and there. It was trying to like bring balance to it, you know. So you might even feel that sometimes, you know, if you're with a partner, you might start getting visions and memories and having dreams about it. Because I think dreams navigate that 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 realm very very uh, very good, you know. Hundred percent. Um Harvey Thompson says, mate, I wish you knew how evil this new age spiritual movement is. Aldous Huxley is amazing. Yeah. Well, Alice Huxley's not not New Age, you know. I don't, and also like, what makes you think that we're New Age as well? Because we're like, no, he's not talking about us. He's not talking. He's uh, just saying in general. All uh, right, because I think, because uh, we, I think everyone goes through a stage when they go through their spiritual awakening of, of following that New Age movement. But then it's like, it, I think it's just a, a stage that you yeah. go through. I agree and with him, though. I agree with him. Yeah, because I think when people talk about past lives and stuff and in that it's like it's all about non-duality and it's like we're all one at the end of the day like i've like i've been in that trap before but i think it's just a part of a a stage of awakening really it's like then you move on like well i'm kind of i can't speak for you but i know i'm heading more towards like traditional christianity yeah and like and really feeling the logos from the bible and the stories in the bible and how like they do t- teach harsh truths. Yeah, I'm, I'm with him. I'm with him on that. Like, I'm with him on that. New Age spirituality is, uh, is, is like, um, is there's a lot of psyops in it, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, who's a, um, who's the spiritual uh, teacher? Um, that, um, who's sorry? Who's the guy who um who tricked the ashrams into in like believing oh, that meditation um, was the way? Yuri Bezmenov. Yeah, Yuri Bezmenov. Yuri, Be- Yuri Bezmenov. Look into the work of Yuri Bezmenov. You know, he like he basically like used ideological subversion in the spirituality community to to like the new age community i think that's what the probably is like the is it the 60s or the 70s was like you know with all the mm-hmm. drug culture and stuff like that like you know seducing hippies and seducing that new age movement for people to actually not do anything you know and to sit and meditate sit and, and just meditate and believe like that it's... manifest you're going to manifest everything that's why i always say it's it's important to move physically and metaphysically you know like like physically like you know um invest in real things you know sort your water out sort your own crap out grow your own foods um you know have children create Mm -hmm. strong family organic values you know and and then discern the metaphysical you know because the metaphysical turns up anyway Mm -hmm. but i'm with them on that like and i also believe that that there is kind of like um there's also there is a lot of spiritual kind of um information that is being presented to knock you off balance you know there's information that's coming through 
certain um, gurus and leaders that are that's been overcloaked by spirits. Mm-hmm. Like certain spirits are operating through certain people to influence your mind and move you in certain directions, you know, to knock you off balance, to make you question yourself, you know. There's also like spiritual communities and groups like using that information like to kind of like is a bypassing of their own shit, you know, to see it's, it's all your projection. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your projection, it's not my projection. So there's, there is a lot of, there's a lot of like levels going on at this, you know, but more people are waking up to this, you know, like, you know, you get to read who's on it and who's not, you know, we're getting to see that more and more. Like the hidden is being revealed right now, you know, like the apocalypse, apocalypse just means unreveal and that's what's going on now. Yeah, definitely. Like it's, we're getting to see like who's on it and who's not, you know, and if you're not, if you can't see who's on it and who's not right now and who's, who's actually telling you the truth, then there's there's more work to be done you know definitely and there's no there's no gurus there's just only and there's no right or wrong anyway even if you do follow a guru you'll get taught a lesson on it anyway yeah so you a lot a lot always it'll all figure itself out and he says harry rob says praise the lord yeah praise the lord (laughs) (laughs) for sure um that's it really um Uh, dharma says you should check out leo Tolstis, all the books. books. He was way ahead of his time for the true consciousness. Yeah, definitely. Um, Harvey said the dark versus light battle and unrevealing of corruption is the sci sci hop here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I definitely. I, I mean, I mean, um, it's... I think the, I think the only darkness is in, is inside of us, yeah, and I definitely. think the way. Like the way in is to like to wait to heal that is to heal, heal yourself basically. Definitely. There is, well, there is, there is. There's physical things you can do from that res- in that respect, but I feel like that the still the way I feel is like you've got to heal yourself. Yeah, like and then you heal how you you treat people and heal yeah. heal how you interact. <laughs> he wants to be on that camera. You <laughs> <laughs> heal how you interact with the world. Yeah, I think one of the one of the biggest lessons that me and Laura's learned is that is that our uh, the true darkness on the planet is our own sin. And I think, yeah, once you reach that truth as well, it's hard to be like, the government's doing this to us. Oh my God, they're corrupt. I think once you once you hit that truth inside yourself where it's like, you're only a slave to your own sin. Like once you hit that truth, it's like you, you change how you operate. You can't get angry at that anymore because it's just like, well, create your own system then. Exactly. If you're angry about the government and you're angry about being controlled, like take control of your own life then. Exactly. And it's like, that's why that's why we're here. <laughs> Exactly. Well, that's what you, That's the only way. That's the only way out of it. Mm-hmm. You can only like, you know, it gets to a point where you can point your finger at someone else to do it for you, and then it gets to a point where you have to do it yourself. You have mm-hmm. to take control, and like, and that's like I say it again. Like the true darkness is our own sin, hundred percent. And once you like unravel that spell with inside yourself, it changes the game completely because you know that you you're in charge of everything. You're in charge of your law of attraction. You're in charge of what's turning up for you, mm-hmm. and you can do whatever you want. You know. Yeah. 100% sure we'll leave it there yeah it's getting right. late yeah really really good everyone though thank you so much thank you so much for the um, for tipping the stream of gravy as well <laughs> thanks everyone for tipping the stream for tipping the uh, tipping the streams of consciousness yeah um, it it's really, been a good really one means a lot. I've enjoyed it yeah it was nice it was really good I really I really I, I, I really kind of like um, sometimes like you do these lives and just just flow down they're like really nice mm-hmm I like the I like the community that turns up as well. It's good. Yeah, it's a really nice interaction. It just kind of like it also just kind of I don't know. Just it's good to know like that there's other kind of people out there who are just kind of on it too as well, and they're just 
they're just open and just learning they don't they're not rooted in what they believe and they're just willing to hear you know information and just dis- discern it and just go on with their day in, a, in their own way and just you know better themselves mm-hmm. people are like looking to better themselves you know all different ways and it's just a journey mm-hmm. you know you don't get from point a to b in like in one day you know you just have to take your time you just have to keep chipping away at yourself we're not all like we, you know me and laura's not healed you know like we we've got wounds mm-hmm. like we're finding new stuff every single day and it's just it's just being honest and humble and just being like being truthful with yourself and then and then talking to god about that as yeah. well like asking asking god for help and i think that's what coming here has really helped us with is like really starting to establish that relationship with god because that's the most important relationship because it's a it bases it's like the foundation of all your other relationships in life but yeah definitely <laughs> how you dare how how dare you speak to god <laughs> <laughs> how dare you i'm the way <laughs> how dare you speak to god you have to come through me you have to pay for a, a course to speak <laughs> to god you have to come through me if you want to speak to god <laughs> <laughs> all right shall leave it yeah all right Catch us later. God bless you. <laughs> bye bye. Big love. I love you. Lee.
you are here.